What is up, everyone? Welcome to an episode of Girls & Co. A little different this time. It's me and Sam, and we also have the one and only Justin Pinnick. The only person I want to replace Taylor. Honestly, the only one that is adamantly requested to yeah. produce this show. Not just beyond. Not just beyond. Produce. Produce. And so, he's great. He's got a pen and paper. He is. He, he was, he's ready to write timestamps, all of this. Mm-hmm. So a little bit different of an episode, though. So we are actually going to do a Q&A, which is a little, you know, unique. I guess some people call it a mailbag episode, right? Okay. Big on mailbag. Big on mailbag. Yep. Big on mailbag. Um, do we want to start out like we normally do, talking yeah. about our weekend? Yeah. Sam, what did you do this weekend? Um, I had Nick in town. It was his birthday on oh, Saturday. Yes. Turned a ripe age of 25. Mm, love. And um, yeah, it was great. I went to my first ever event at MSG. We saw the Leafs play the Rangers, and I really enjoyed MSG yeah. a lot. Um, and we saw the least wins. So that was great. And then Friday night, we went to Comedy Cellar. Love. Saw five actually good comedians. So that was a, um, a bunch of fun. And then really just chilled. Um, I watched the golf Netflix doc- documentary, mm. Full Swing. Mm. And I, I thought that, that was really good. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, spent some time outside because it was so nice. Um, and that's really pretty much it. Nice. Yes. Nice. Panic, what did you do? Side tangent. Um, mm. Does... so. What was the golf documentary like? Did it like follow like a certain league? Did it follow it like certain players? players. Okay. PGA Tour. Yeah, everyone yeah. in the PGA Tour. So there's eight episodes. Some episodes doubled up on people, um, but it was predominantly, so that, that was maybe the only thing that kind of I didn't love. Since they went by player, it was out of order. Like episode one, you kind of learned all about Spieth and Thomas, kind of, a, a, a lot of the PGA season. So like by episode six, when you followed a different player, you already know the results of that tournament he was in. Cause right. Maybe that's one that JT or, or Spieth won. Interesting. Oh, yeah, and it was like, you know, when guys left to live, when guys, some guys, some episodes haven't left to live. So it was a little bit choppy, but I, I, I think I like the way that they did it still. So um, it was yeah, like so player specific yeah. on the episodes. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because F1 has grown a lot mm-hmm. since I know Netflix and I, I'm watching it out of, out of stubbornness because I'm a NASCAR fan and... I went to the NASCAR race down in Martinsville, yes. Virginia yeah. this weekend. How do you like that transition? Good at radio. <sighs> oh, but I do think <laughs> I do think some sports, especially some sports that may be struggling a little bit, or not even struggling, but just looking to tap into a new audience. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a huge undertaking, like getting a Netflix documentary, but highlighting like personalities, highlighting Cute. the actual players in the sport, I think could be really cool. And I don't even think, like, football obviously has hard knocks that's on HBO. Um, and that's, you know, that's kind of, you know, going, it's not as good as it used to be but no it used to like be incredible still like i think it's a little bit yes that's more so looking at a team and like an overarching like subject whereas yeah when it focuses on the personal lives of a player yeah the audience members feel like they can connect with those people felt that 100 and they did one on tennis like pro tennis players yeah Yeah, i've heard about that i'm gonna watch that i think like next month um and i think that because i know i knew i knew pretty much all the golfers that or i'd heard their name of this documentary tennis i i know one tennis player oh yeah tennis is like a whole different world it's the same as f1 like it's i didn't realize how much like money and social status is in f1 it's crazy like it's insane yeah like yeah, absolutely sure. insane. Yeah, so I think other sports should tap into that. We just uh, totally. we just solved all of the issues yeah. and all the problems of sports. Well, football's that are doing <laughs> one with um, like Patrick Mahomes yeah. and a few other quarterbacks. They're tapping that, into it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, they were mic'd up during the Super Bowl. 
Mm-hmm. That's what actually Netflix did a really cool um, documentary a, a few years ago called QB1. And they followed. <gasps> did you watch that? That was my so, company. So good. Oh, my God. I loved it. And cause yeah. The they, it was they high profiled, school. Yeah. You know, four or five high school guys. And I, I still remember all of them. Yeah. Funny enough. I loved that documentary. That was my very first job out of college. That was one of our premium shows that we had. And we like the company, once it closed, Complex Networks, who owned oh. us, sold it to Netflix. Yeah, so, I So, like, if you that. type in, like, QB1 on YouTube, there's, like, videos of me recapping it and shit. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we have to do that. Yeah. If you do that for cool. sure. So, how was your NASCAR event? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I went to a NASCAR race down in Martinsville, Virginia. It's, like, the shortest track um, in the sport. Um, it's about a half mile. The race itself was not good because they've done some certain things to the car, like increase the tire. They took the horsepower out of the car, so drivers are shifting. So there wasn't a lot of passing. The only mm-hmm. passing that was really done is when cars really just beat the shit out of each other. Um, but the race experience is always good. Mm-hmm. They have like, you know, you know, I'm like a hot dog guy. That's like, oh yeah, I saw like your, and you went brand. to Waffle House too. Waffle House is also part of my brand. So uh, over, you see the move to the south. <laughs> Over, over the course of the weekend, I had about, not even the weekend, like two days, I had like 11 hot dogs. That's incredible. And uh, and, and it's like they have kraut. It's not just, you know, not just raw dog. You know, it's, it's, it's kraut. It's got the chili on it. It's got mustard. It's just a whole bunch of shit. So uh, nice. good weekend. Good, good weekend, weekend. At, at NASCAR. Race wasn't that fun, but uh, but good time with my friends and, nice. and good time. Nice. How, was, about you? how was your weekend? I was in Nashville for a wedding. Oh, yeah. Oh. I was in Nashville for a wedding, which it was nice. It was it was fun. It was, you know, a wedding from one of my good friends from back home. Um, I met her post-college. So funny story. Actually, her and I met because she went on a date with one of my guy friends and my guy friend ghosted her. And then I was like, oh, I'll be your friend. I can't. (laughs) Perfect. Awesome. So I can't be friends with her. And then we ended up becoming great friends. She met her fiance, now husband. So um, it was fun. It's always good to be able to go home. Yeah, I enjoy going home. And seeing my family and my family dog, more so. Uh, but yeah, other than that, it was a easy, chill weekend. Right on. Um, all right, so we have a lot of questions that were both submitted. I mean, they were submitted on Twitter. They were submitted on Instagram. They were submitted on our YouTube community funny. site. So I've gone through and picked a handful of them. There was a few that I didn't include, some being like, what does Jimmy smell like? I'm not <laughs> going to answer that. That feels weird, we'll and that feels like a like crossing a line. You already put it out there, though. Yeah, that's true, but we're just not going to answer it. Um, <laughs> so, Panic, if you want to join in and answer some of these questions, please do. Yeah. Love yeah. nothing more. So, first one, Dan Canobio sent this in. Best dressed. Uh, we answered this. We have. If Dan watched an episode, he would know. He would. I don't he, remember who I said. Probably him. Oh, I think Trev. I think we said Dan, Trev, and Ronnie. Yes. Nothing has changed. Do you agree? Ronnie doesn't even have to try. Yeah. And Ronnie just exists. But remember <laughs> that remember that outfit that Dalton wore last week? Dude, yeah. Were you, were you in for that? No, I don't know. Was he was wearing like cool, like... It was like peach Yeah, and it, it was like kind of um, not like track pants, but like cargo, but cool, yeah. cool cargo jogger track pants and uh, a tie-dye hoodie. Yep. And like I think he had a hat or beanie or some sort of hat and like shades on. And it was just... Uh, it was a vibe. It was, it was cool. Yeah. It was coincidentally yeah. the same day that Taylor Swift uh, news yeah. dropped that she was single, and he said it was on In purpose. To that. Yes. 
So, but yeah, still, still Dan, Trev, and Ronnie. Yeah, one thousand percent. Class clown, Justin Shackle sent this one, hmm. which is similar to another one I see on this list of who's the silliest goose in the office. Yes, that one. Yeah, let's just tie those two together because, because and this person said my vote is Panic and Doyle, which are two definitely up there. Yeah. You Don't. got mentioned in questions without even realizing it. Because you and you in the Easter video, yeah, was prime silly. Well, that was that was outrageous. Yeah, um, Doyle's shy. You know, Doyle, you got to get it out of him. But yeah. I mean, he's again nat- naturally. But if we're talking about goofing and gaffing, just being natural at it, I, I, Kevin. Yes. Ooh. Top of the list for me. Yeah, you're yeah. I'm trying to think. Right. Kevin, Joe's, and yeah. Jake. Yeah. Yeah are mine i would say yeah jack doyle is like one of those like sneaky funny Mm -hmm. and like if he wasn't posting funny videos you would have no idea that he's funny yeah like no clue did i told sam this i didn't tell you this so i i've been posting these like random facebook marketplace finds on my close friends stories like occasionally and i found one that was a um banana yeah that was a duck sure and they were twenty dollars each. They were like lawn gnomes. Yeah. But banana the okay. Got banana it. ducks. Yeah. Jack Doyle's girlfriend messaged me and said, Can you please send me this link? Our living room is bird themed. This would be perfect. <laughs> Jack uh, you didn't tell me this. That's oh, so funny. I told Taylor then. Jack came into the office the next day and goes, Yeah, she bought one. She she literally got one. I was like, All three? Her. He's like, No, just one. I love her. Three would be a lot. And I'm like, one's a lot. But a bird-themed living room seems pretty on brand. That was also the same day that the lunch question of would you rather Uh, go to dinner with Dan Rourke for five years or live in the We Got Ice Guys living room. That's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, she bought one. Um, God love them. So, oh yeah, okay. So Joe's, Jake, Kevin, Mm -hmm. Panic Panic whenever we press record. Yeah, and, on videos and when there's music. Yeah, that's say, play the right true. Music and Panic's yeah. honor. That's yeah. very true. That's very true. Um, okay, next question: favorite hidden gem episode of any JM series? Oh my god! I have. It's, it's right tec- off the bat. It's technically not even John. It's not even like John Boy Media yet. Have you ever seen when Jim and Jake did Grown Losers? Yeah. Like yeah. Years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That. I, I still tell it to them like they th- we need to we need to get the mailman back. <laughs> I mean, literally just look up Grown Losers John Boy so or good. Grown Losers John Boy Media and it, it'll come up and it's like a short series. Yeah, and it's phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. I, I still think if Jim ever wants to untap this, like just writing like, you know, like pilots or writing like mini shows mm-hmm. to like literally do that. I still think that that is something that they can do because they're just very funny. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. That is a good one. Um, this is tough. I, um, the, I mean, it's not a hidden gem because we made such a big deal out of it because it was awesome. But the um, corn maze video, that one from the farm, that was awesome. And just something that needs to be watched once a month. Um, That's one of the best videos I've ever been a part of. Yeah, that was incredible. Um, gosh. The um, watching of the guys across the street. Oh yeah, That's that funny. was one of the funniest videos. Yeah, I've watched in a while for That's no really reason. Good. Yeah, when I feel like I'm back, that got in a like, ton of views. When so I, but I, it feels like I'm back in like 2017, 28. You know, that's when I was just like a fan yeah. of of mm-hmm. you know, Jim and Jake. You know, when I saw that video 
and I'm like, all right, this feels like I'm back in 2017, yeah. mm-hmm. 2018, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm just watching you guys do whatever. Yeah, and it's great. Yes, yeah, that's a that's a good poll. That's a really good one. Also, the a new favorite clip of mine that if you don't follow Talking Yanks, it, it was a Talking Yanks episode like a few a couple days ago, or was it? Oh, with the B, the B. Mm-hmm. Did huge. you what? <laughs> That clip that was, was the funniest shit I've seen I in a long Dewey time. Was able to kill it like that. Just, yeah. Um, this is so such a specific moment in one video, but it's one of the funniest things I've seen in my entire life. Uh, it was in the training session video of the warehouse when Colin Stone came, yeah. and he was throwing a hundred to everyone. <laughs> and uh, Kenobi was up at the plate, and Colin like says something to him, and Kenobi was like, "What?" But he said it in such a funny <laughs> way, and then Colin like said something, and Kenobi was like. Can you said something like, oh, like just throw the ball or like whatever but it was the um, an, an absolutely hilarious 15 seconds i'm not doing it justice at all but i implore everyone to go watch that it was so funny just like such also a hidden gem of kenobio being one of the funniest people i know in my life uh, honestly yeah like sneaky yeah yeah that's a good one great question um okay this one is a given. Favorite person whose last name begins with M-A-S-S-I-N in the company. I don't know. Do we have someone else? No. last name that begins? We that literally that don't have anyone else. It's Maddie. <laughs> and Maddie sent in that question. Fantastic. You want to win that way, then. That's fine. It's your choice. That's fine. I mean, it's like Dan, like, asking for True. best dress. He's just basically asking for validation. Yeah um okay next question what's the support like for women in sports for john boy media um i mean great i guess i find this hard to answer because i i don't really see like like a a difference yeah you know um but great i mean you know have always been treated the same um i think we you know try to to cover women's sports a bunch or highlight you know female athletes yeah um but yeah in terms of like females working here i think it's awesome no i definitely agree i'm working at other places and then uh working here it definitely is one of the first places that i haven't felt like a woman working in sports yeah um which i think is a good thing i think it's awesome to be kind of just another creator i'm not just like a female creator i'm just another creator um and i it a moment that kind of reminded me of that was when we did the christmas video and we did the shopping for each other. And afterwards, I had a meeting with Jimmy and Jake, just like an end of the year type of meeting. And Jimmy was like, that was the first time that I had like looked around and been like, oh, Pax is like the only fe- female creator in these videos. And I was like, that's good. That's a good thing that like you don't notice that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think Jimmy and Jake have both created a culture Yeah. to support that. Yeah. What's it been like on social media for you know sam you know i mean you've been in a decent amount of videos but especially packs like compare in comparison to maybe to some of your other jobs and then this one so i will say this up until about february everyone was super supportive of me um when i started doing those uh calendar promotional calendar videos yeah there have been some like pretty harsh comments from like february march mid-april um it's the first time I've gotten it here, truthfully. I, I've had like a few, you know, I've, I've been on a live stream before and yeah. I've had people say that my content sucks and they shouldn't know me at all. Um, but, you know, stuff like that, I try not to let bother me. But overall, 
compared to other places, great. Yeah. There's always going to be assholes on the internet. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. always. Yeah. I, I can't I have I can't go on Reddit. I can't. Reddit's a crazy place. I Yo. can't. For my for my mental health, whether it's good or I just I I have made a rule to myself that I I cannot go on Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. Gi- like Giants Reddit. Reddit. Yeah, I can't do no, it. No, that's the thing that I think people um people say all the time because they're like, "Well, it's, it's a stranger. They don't know you. Like you can't let a stranger's like words affect you." And I'm like, "Yeah, sure, for like a period of time that's true, but yeah. I'm also a human being and like someone saying I suck or that I'm like the worst person on the face mm-hmm. of this earth like over and over and over, like eventually that's mm-hmm. going to get to you. Yeah, I don't care sure. who you are, but overall here, support's great. Uh, how do you get, this is a great question too for Panic to answer. How do you uh, guys get comfortable with professional athletes around the office or just in professional settings? Um, I don't, I'm not, <laughs> I, I think we said in an episode very recently that I'm really bad at introducing myself to people, regular people. So uh, when it's around uh, like um, impressive athletes, it's it's even worse. It, it, a little bit, I guess, depends who it is. Yeah. Um, and if it's someone who's also probably equally as uncomfortable being here, I feel like I can be a little bit more like, yeah. hey, let me make you feel comfortable. Yeah. Let me introduce you. Let me, you know, ease um, everything. But uh, and so I, I think it's also different when it's like when people come here or like, you know, when we were in the big house in Arizona and we had like a lot of crazy people come, A, like they don't like need to come talk to me. And if, if, if they're like directly in my line of sight, I'll like I will like, you know, try to say hi or whatever um but i'm not good at that in in any really walk of my life you're not giving yourself enough credit because like if no if someone didn't know you and they watched you interact with literally any athlete that comes in here they'd be like oh she's a pro well that's the other thing too is i get and it's mostly probably around uh yankees players because we have a bunch of crazy yankees fans in the office i also will be the first one to remove myself if we're being too much around someone Mm -hmm. like when we had rizzo in i was like all right there's 15 million people staring at this man watching where he's walking and waiting to take a picture picture so like right let me let me be the one normal person he can be like okay not everyone's you know going crazy um so i will i'll I'll always try to balance it out like i don't i don't always care about like meeting people or getting a picture like that that doesn't do much for me like i'll have the memory of like them being here i don't need to like you know do all that stuff and i know there's a bunch of people here who do want that so i'm like you guys go do that Mm -hmm. um and like you get get your memory um but yeah i'm not like super great at it always or even like you know like warehouse people i don't know something to improve on well i disagree completely and that is probably one of your best skill sets so (laughs) i think you do great at it and i think that you've convinced yourself you don't but you do Uh, Or you could just lean into being uncomfortable and and interview a 300 pound offensive lineman in a a black van. van. Yeah. Did you do you know that we did that, Pax? I did. So uh, you know, we interviewed Andrew. Yeah, because every time we kept getting into the van, the seats were like all the way like leaned back, and I'm like, <laughs> and isn't that your like, header picture on Talking Giants? Or yeah, something? on or it talk was? on Talking Giants. It's still our you know f- until we do something that's maybe cooler than that, which I don't even know the next time that may even happen. But just uh, you know, getting a player interview like that, and uh, you know, that that it wasn't even that black van that we have. It's a different yeah. one. It's a, it was a different one that we rented, but we're like, we just have we have to do this 
in a black van because that is what Bobby just had his mindset on interviewing uh, Andrew Thomas in a black van. So, uh, you know, we brought candy and uh, we just leaned into... You brought candy to a van. Yeah, that's... Leaning in. We Leaning actually, in. We actually also did like a summer series at like training camp where yeah. we invited other Giants personalities, Giants reporters into our black van and we gave them, we actually gave them candy. So nice. and, we, like and we did like a socials video on it. So, um, yeah. Uh, so th- the way that I really at least in my experience with, you know, covering the Giants and, and meeting some of the Giants players and stuff like that, I really do put an importance on creating a relationship with the athletes, mm-hmm. like kind of like before, whether it is, whether it's before like an interview setting or when yep. we're meeting in person, it's like, I kind of don't want that interaction to be like, oh, I'm meeting you for the first time. So that's what we really prioritize with, you know, with what we do for the Giants is, we're going to maybe create a little bit of relationship with you kind of maybe online, establish that connection. And then when we meet, it isn't so awkward. Yeah. Um, So that's at least how we approach it with what we do, what we do for the Giants. And I'm sure everybody, you know, everybody that comes in with baseball, they know Jimmy, you know, they know Jake and they know what they're about. So even if you're meeting for the first time, it's not awkward because it's like, oh, I know what you're about. You know what I'm about, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Mine is two different things. One being, um, I've, oddly had a lot of a lot of family friends and a lot of like childhood longtime friends that have grown up to be in professional sports so being around them I'm like and then seeing them on a big stage Mm -hmm. it's like oh they're just a normal person Mm -hmm. so it's it's easier for me to kind of just put people in that category in that way um but there's been times that I've um been uncomfortable with other like famous people and I always try to have like the tactic of making someone laugh or mm-hmm. smile yeah. before we record anything. The only person that has never laughed was Chris Stapleton. <laughs> Just straight up ignored well, everything I said. Of a laugher. Like literally the only, per- I, I, it was the same day I interviewed Jerry Lee Lewis, who's like sings the song uh, and wrote the song Ain't None But a Hound Dog. Mm-hmm. And then interviewed Chris Stapleton, which is like such a highlight of my career. But yeah. I was sitting there talking to him, just like, oh, how, like, how, how's it going? Just ignored me. Wow. Like speaking to him, just straight up ignored me. And I'm like, okay, we're just going to count this as a loss and that's get this funny. over with. But, but that's a skill you 100% have. Like, I know when someone comes in too, if we need to like kill five minutes or get them to loosen up, like, if we stick them in a room with you, like, yeah. I, I know we have that to rely on, which is huge. Make him a little laugh or uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. Can I give a fun fact about Jerry Lee Lewis? Yeah. Married his cousin. He did. Yeah. He did. The only reason I got to interview him, which is this is like did, such so messed up. I interviewed him. Did you ask him about it? I didn't. I only had three minutes with him. <laughs> that would have been one of my first questions. I was so <laughs> rattled because. Yeah, I know. Can't talk to him anymore. What he did was he lied. His like people lined up all reporters, all media people in a line. There's probably like 20 of us. Yeah. And he came out and just and um, walked in, pointed at me. And I was like, this is the most like sexist thing I've like ever been yeah. a part of. But like, whatever. And you're not his cousin. So he made And I'm not his cousin. So I'm like not his type. <laughs> um, moving on. What are some <laughs> underrated personalities in the office we don't get to see often? Oh, this is a fun question. We see Kevin in yeah. like every ref opportunity yeah, possible. Which is great. Um, someone we had Andre, fantastic personality. Oh, great personality. So Him and Mitch, mm-hmm. their interaction. Uh, Rob Sirocco is really great. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he'll get some shine uh, upcoming in Bomb Play, which would be good to have him back there. Ronnie is a star with the camera on him. I he, love Steve. 
Steve. Steve, it's like a running joke of like, what does he do here? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, he does so much here. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah, those are, I think, are some good ones. Yeah. Sure. There's definitely some good ones. Um, who, who's been the coolest laid back player you've had at John Boy? Mm, I mean, obviously we all just had a million good things about Trey Turner because he really was awesome. He was um, great. Oswaldo yesterday, so cool. he did, which Pinnock, you missed this, but he literally had five minutes left and all he, like, he was like, okay, well, I'm going to take some selfies and dead ass, like, Everybody. walked around the entire yeah, cool office like a conveyor belt like just taking selfies like awesome. every single person and i'm like yeah, that's cool that's really cool mm -hmm. very cool i remember um in arizona when longoria came to the house oh yeah maybe because he's you know friends with trev but he really just you know dove right in yeah it was super kind said you know hi to everyone um and yeah seemed really um you know like genuinely wanting to be there and and had fun with us. So he was, he was really nice. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, I mean, Josh Hader, he's yeah. longtime uh, friend and he just is one of, I mean, he's one of the best closers in baseball and he's one of the greatest people I've ever yeah. met him yeah. and his wife. I'm sure there's some that we're missing, but usually we've never, I at least haven't, I've never had a bad experience. No, so we're on a good, good streak. We are. Um, who has more fun in the office, Jimmy or Jake? Um, I was thinking about this. So, uh, um, I think it's, uh, they, they both have a lot of fun and it's like when Jimmy can have his time to have fun, he picks things that he like really wants to do and mm -hmm. will have a blast at like playing, um, the Gagas or doing his cricket video, um, or cash video out video games. Yeah. Or cash out. It's going to be crazy. And like, and, and they're both really good at being able to like kind of flip a switch and just have fun and be silly with anything. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think maybe Jimmy a little bit kind of pops in and out of like having a bunch of fun and Jake can kind of just be like constantly on that line or on that wavelength. Um, but I both. Yeah. Just depends on what type of fun. Yeah. You're looking for. Yeah. Jimmy will, if he like gets into something, like, and this is uh, yeah. like same exact thought. If he gets into something, like remember when for ball and play we got like the the new balls delivered. Yeah. So he had so much fun. Yeah. Jack, go to the other end of the office. Yes. I'm gonna whip the turn around. Yeah. I'm gonna whip yeah. this at oh, your yeah. back. Yeah. I almost got like hit. Yeah. Hit with one of it. Like came by and hit my computer screen. Tracy, yeah. first day of a uh, director of people. Jack, go to the other end of the office. I'm gonna whip this ball. At you. Yeah. So when Jimmy when Jimmy gets into it, he yeah. he has fun, and that's what you know kind of makes like the warehouse awesome. Is that mm -hmm. you know, that's yeah. like you know it's. It's like a 10 year old dream. Yeah. I mean? I mean, even yeah, this morning when we were on morning and we were talking about being excited and getting ready for floorball too, he's like, oh, we got to get some six in the office and just start practicing. Yeah. So yeah, hundred percent. One of the agents that was here yesterday, um, I was talking, Jimmy's agent, I was talking to him and he, he was like, last time I was here, there was like a net yeah. and like <laughs> sticks. I was like, oh, we're in cricket mode right now. Give yeah. us like a couple months and we'll have it Those back. Be back out. Yeah, It'll be back. Funny. Jimmy has an agent. Jimmy Herget. Herget. Oh, Sorry. Not, like, not our Jimmy. Other Jimmy. Yeah. You have an agent? No, not anymore. Okay. Bad experience. Bad experience. Sorry for the time. I like this question. Do you want to be my agent? Ooh. No. Okay. I hate that side of things. <laughs> okay. Um, good question from Jess. Who is the best Jumbo Media dog and why? Ooh. Noodle. Yeah. 
I've, even if she didn't ask that, I probably would probably would have. Yeah, yeah. You've whole personality. Him, I've gotten to babysit him. It's a good time. Good I dog. Mean, I got to give my own no dog a little love. What is your dog's name? Uh, my dog's name is Mikey. Uh, I'm going to show a picture. Um, I will show a picture of my dog. Um, he is quite. He's a, he's a little famous on on Talking Giants. Not not big famous. Here yeah, here's the him. here's the first picture. Oh, amazing. We switched heads. Yes. And then here's the and then here's the second no here's the second picture, um he's uh, we're we're smoking cigarettes together on a there classic you go. there you go classic How long have you had Mikey I, Mikey's like nine he's mm. like he's like getting up there he's a Mickey he's like a Maltese mix with some other Japanese thing but he's cool. he's a very good dog okay so I Mikey's love he's up there okay Mikey and he's on podcasts love that podcaster um okay is there a ballpark you'd like to visit one day. Definitely. Let me think. I know. I'm trying to think. Um, I, I was so close. I've dropped people off, but I would love to go to Dodger Stadium. Yeah, um, I'm so close. <laughs> I so close. Had, uh, oh I'd like to go to Dodger Stadium. Um, I'm interested in Kauffman Stadium yeah. the Royals. Um, I don't know why. I think it has a cool look to it. Um, I, I feel like I've been lucky enough to check off a lot of the big ones. Like, obviously, Yankee Stadium, Fenway, Wrigley. Um, Those are the two I want to go. Yeah. I really want to go to Wrigley. Mm. I, I went to the Angels with the Cool Rocks in the outfield. Oh, that's cool. Um, maybe, uh, I don't know what it's called these days. T-Mobile or whatever the Mariners is. Oh, yeah. I'll start. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I have a few. I would like to get to, I mean, it'd be cool to say I've been to all 30. So maybe eventually. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, definitely Wrigley for me. That Wrigley and Fenway are my top two. Have both of you been to Pittsburgh? Yeah. No. But I've heard things. That's, that's on my list. I've it's heard great nice, things. Yeah. Up high, above. I mean, that's where I like to mm-hmm. sit anyway at, at ballparks. Same. I can't sit. I can't see when I'm in the outfield. Yeah. So I like to sit, you know, Janky Stadium, you know, uh, up all the way up high, so kind of behind home plate. So I can kind of. Exactly I, where I was last night and it was awesome. You could see balls and strikes. First of all, it's cheap. You could see balls and strikes and then you could also see the ball in the air where it's going, if it's going to leave or not. So and I think that. You know, for or is it PNC Park mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh? Yep. You know, that's where it has kind of like that best view. So definitely on the list for me. Love that. Um, just quick, two really quick ones. Uh, who's the number one Girls and Co fan? Oh, wonder who sent this in. Nick. <laughs> Nick, you win. You win. And then why are you all so awesome? Courtney, I don't have an answer for that, but thank you. That's really okay. nice of you. Um, let's see. This is a good one, and we can kind of talk about are there any plans to add more co-ed games to the warehouse? Um, yeah. So they mean, yeah, like... Just you, more women. Yeah, yeah, girls. Um, yes. So uh, for floorball, every team will have a female player. So that's really cool. It's exciting. Um, and then we've we've talked about, hopefully, at, at one point in time, uh, for, a, for a blitz ball, having every team have, like, a, a softball player, or like, you know, work with one softball team and, you know, field all eight or however many teams. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Nikki Cass is FaceTiming. Um, uh, and, you know, do bring a, a um, softball team into blitz ball. That'd be cool. Um Tried to get a couple female cricket players for ball and play, but it just didn't end up working out with the cricket yeah. schedule. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's always always a goal of mine. Um, so floorball will be our biggest representation so far um, and was the first event that we got uh, female athletes in there. So it's work in progress, but definitely a, a point of focus. It'll be fun. Yeah. Why not, right? Yeah. 
Uh, this one's fine. So we we don't have a whole lot of time left. So we'll try to go through some of these uh, good ones at the end. What was your first impressions of each other? Oh, I think when I was scrolling through these questions, I think this is my friend Corey. Um, so good question, Corey. He ran a marathon this past weekend with oh. Cass. Um, and so I was thinking about this. First impression of you, Pax, I remember you came to the office and you had the cool outfit on. I was so nervous. And I remember she had, I think so you had your Abercrombie jeans on. I did. White tee, cool leather jacket, maybe Chucks. Yep. And then, cause, and you know, Kelsey. So Kelsey texted me like, oh, like how's it going with Pax? I was like, oh great. Like she's just a really cool outfit on. Like, you know, <laughs> she'll be fine. <laughs> um, so I remember that right off the bat. And then Taylor, um, I had heard about her for a while because Kyle, you know, just talked such yeah. a big game. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I remember when she officially was coming and she's going to have her first day soon. I remember I was texting Kyle about it and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to ask Taylor out to dinner after work one day because like I'm going to be more of a friend than you are. <laughs> um, and then, you know, Taylor was like, cool, right off the bat. And then again, yeah. all of us like in Arizona just being thrown together also instantly immediately was yeah. was really helpful um me and taylor shared a room in arizona oh yeah so again really just like you know no chance to not um you know do that so yeah good good first impressions for everyone yeah my first impression of you sam was via email and i was like okay she oh, like yeah. runs this entire shit okay perfect <laughs> um kelsey told me to be your friend like she was like sam's like the one to be friends with yeah she's like awesome i'm like perfect um you were like the most welcoming person i sat and talked to you and katie the entire day yeah like the oh, entire katie? day katie was there that day I yeah that. um yeah yeah i was i just instantly felt like comfortable and like welcome and then taylor when i met taylor i met her in arizona for the first time because yeah. she wasn't here and when i met taylor i was like Oh yeah, her and I are on the same, like just wave, just instantly on the same wave. And then when was the first time I met you? It would have been here. I'm a, I'm aloof sometimes. Like, I know it I was the first time meeting you. It was a while. Well, I met you in the Bronx, Sam. Yeah. I met I you in the Bronx. point a day, but um, yeah. You know, that's, that's why, you know, they're, I'm definitely way more involved now. Yeah. Than I was yeah. like, you know, a, a year ago. You, and so you weren't like even full time at that point. Correct? I was, I started full time July of 2021, mm -hmm. but I've been, I've been working like, yeah. quote unquote, working like in, in Talking Giants since like the start of 2020. So I've, I've been here for, for a hot sec, but now I'm like more or less, you know, I'm very, now I'm interwoven with, you know, Everything. media stuff, warehouse and, you know, a lot of the other content that happens. So I love it. My, my thing is. It's not even like first impressions is like what I think. I'm I'm very I'm I need to make a decision in my head whether I see somebody for the first time, whether I'm gonna be like, All right, I'm gonna introduce myself and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be close to you or if I don't talk to you at first then I feel weird if you're like five days in and it's like And oh, you're like, Well, I haven't talked I to him, so now I can you. never speak to them so again. Now I can never speak to you. So <laughs> there is currently somebody that is outside the office right now that, that sits kind of behind me that is in that position and I have not I and it, it's it, bad guy move, I recognize You this. just need to like do it. I know I have to. You just need to do it's, it. It's it's bad on me though. So it's like for example, Pax, for the longest time, I'm like, We I think we just hired this this girl. I don't know what she does. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I didn't either. I didn't, I didn't know what you did. Just like create. I, I would ask Jimmy and Jake. They're like, just make stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's 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 how we that's how we kind of roll. We we I love we, it. We do 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 do. I love it. So. All right, last question, and I think this is a great one for all of us to answer. If you could pick uh, any age to be able to talk to your past self and give advice, what age and what advice would you give? Hmm. 
That's a really good question. And then I got um, it. Okay, you go then. Um, I, I had like a rough college experience, not because anything like happened, mm-hmm. but I was like between professions. So we talked about this on yeah, like yeah. our first, our, our first girls and our first girls and co the other name that doesn't exist anymore. I'll get sued if I say it. Um, but, uh, it was rough because it was, you know, I had my, my hobby that I was way too into and yep. then like my, my degree that I should have been into more. So I would go back and tell my past self that it's just like, relax. Like live it's your life, one. yeah. You know that's live your live your life, relax. Everything's gonna like be fine, yeah. Um, and don't and don't get so caught up like on the on the small stuff. So there you go. I like that. Yeah, uh, I guess mine maybe someone similar, but mine I think would just be like, go with your gut, trust your gut, and like yeah, yeah, things will work out. I don't have to force things too much. Yeah. Um, I think that's mine. Yeah, mine. I I like remember it was the first time I had experienced failure in this industry um i didn't get this i didn't get an internship with e-news that i wanted out in la um and i was 21 and i felt like i'm like i need to pick a different profession like I, i wish i could go back and tell that me that like the failure that you're gonna experience in this industry has nothing to do with your talent yeah because it's an important I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of people in this industry don't ever learn or struggle learning with the fact that just because you don't fit somewhere doesn't mean that you're not good enough right. to do your job. So, yeah, that's our first uh, Q&A episode. Great questions. I know we didn't get to some of them. Um, there were some that were targeted towards Taylor, so we'll yeah. save them. We'll tack them on the end to other episodes. Yes, we will save them, and then uh, we'll keep answering questions as you guys want us to. But, Pinnick, thank you for Thanks, producing. Pinnick. You did incredible. Thank Taylor you. better watch Loved out. Loved it. Thank Loved you. Loved it. Uh, that's another episode. Thanks. Bye.